Women Ed is a global grassroots movement that connects aspiring existing women leaders in education. It's for women, run by women. And though we have he for she's, men of course support us and are co-feminists, it's just for women. It's for black women. It's not for black men. It's for, for example, you know, Muslim women, not Muslim men. I can go on and on and on with the comparatives. But my message is Women Ed is for women to support, to grow and empower women. Welcome to Voice in Education, the podcast. I'm Kathleen Kushney, founder of Voice in Education, a senior leader in education, trainer and coach. My mission is to help new leaders and teachers aspiring to leadership become confident in their ability to lead others successfully. Whether you're a new or aspiring leader, this podcast will help you to become confident in your ability to lead others successfully. We discuss key themes in education and personal development and how this can impact educational leadership. Let's move that needle from confusion and overwhelm to clarity and inspiration. I'm so excited to share my first episode with you. Please subscribe and renew as it would mean so much to me. I'm starting with a conversation with an empowering leader who's also a dear friend and very supportive. This is the first in a series of women leaders. Each conversation gives you a different perspective of leadership from a woman's point of view, confirming that there are many journeys to leadership. No two journeys are the same. Christella Jamil is an experienced executive head teacher with a demonstrated history of working in the education management industry. She is skilled in inspections, coaching, primary education, early childhood education, educational consulting, leadership and school improvement. In her spare time, Christella is a national leader for At Women Ed England and lives by the motto, be fearless in the pursuit of what sets your soul on fire. Christella holds the torch and leads the way for others, encouraging them to be hashtag 10% braver. I know this as I speak from experience. Hello, Christella, and welcome to the very first episode of Voice in Education. And obviously, you had to be at the, well, my first interviewee because you were there at the beginning of my journey. And I thought it was just so important that you were here at the next stage of my journey. So, welcome. And I'm so excited to kind of talk to you and unpick your leadership style and just so other people can just see how great you are. So, the first question is tell us why are you so fabulous? and so great at what you do and I'm not saying that lightly Christella works hard professionally but also her professional life seems to seep into her personal life because she is just passionate about what she does so tell us tell us about first of all I want to say I'm delighted to be invited let alone be your first guest so thank you for this opportunity well as you know I've been in education for almost 18 years now I commenced quite late in life so joined teaching at 36 and I'm currently the executive head or in Tottenham and I commenced this role in April 2020 just as we all faced our first experience of lockdown so that's kind of who I am and where I've come from Fantastic. And what you've missed out as a big part of um, what you do is that I know that you have a big role where you're a national leader for Women Ed England. Can you tell us how well, being involved in Women Ed League England has impacted you as a person? Oh, gosh, yes. So I joined Women Ed 
in 2016. So I went to one of the, I think it was their second unconference. They'd been existing for about a year then. And I was just drawn to the power of community, camaraderie, support for women. Uh, At the time, I'd managed to um, take my own school um, out of some challenging measures and um, we got to good and beyond. And I think joining Women Ed at that time was perfect for me because that's when I started to to define my style of leadership. And what attracted me to Women Ed is the fact that we join, that it's a non-judgmental group of women that are genuinely there to support each other so that so that we grow. There are there are four main campaigns. So um they have we've added to them over the years that the main one in the beginning was the reducing the gender pay gap. And that's something I'm extremely passionate about. More recently, we've become advocates for flexible working practices. We've always spoken and supported and and want our voices heard to impact on change with regards to representation of women in leadership roles. And that includes the increased diversity of women in leadership roles. So it's just, it's a role that, it's a, a community of women that drew me because of their impact not only on myself but on others and since joining back in 2015 within my first year I was invited to become a regional leader for London so that meant you know holding my first event at my school I I believe it was the first event for North London I know you attended you know lots Mm -hmm. um, lots has happened since then and Women Ed has just grown significantly both nationwide and across the globe. So we are now, I believe, now this might not be completely accurate because our our data changes um, on a weekly, sometimes daily basis, but I believe we're in approximately 19 countries now and there are 34 networks globally. And hence, uh, due to our growth, uh, the strategic group have now formed Women Ed England which gives me a role where I'm accountable to support um, three regions. So it's uh, Women Ed London, East and South East. And, and I do that with a group of other women in Women Ed England. Um, so that's, that's kind of what drew me to start the work there. And how, how has, so you do a lot um, in terms of supporting other women, and I know you do a lot of coaching as well as part of your role. How would you say that's impacted you as a leader? Well, you know, back from when um, you you trained in my class, goodness me, I forget the year you trained, but it it feels like yesterday often, and I've still got lots of memorabilia to remember. It was 2006, actually. Was it 2006? You see, I didn't actually look upon you as a trainee because I did so much amazing learning by having you as a co-partner in my class. And I believe coaching is that same model. So regardless of um, rank, role, where you stand, whether you're a teacher, a leader, a business manager, uh, a head, I feel we grow from each other. But where I've shifted Mm. my skills is really understanding the difference between mentoring and coaching. And not that coaching isn't relationship focused, but I feel that challenge strategy 
and really defining a, a purpose so that you embrace your successes, your accomplishments, but you're also unafraid to face your challenges. And though they don't always um, turn out the way you'd like them to, having strategy helps you develop that. Having strategy helps you grow in confidence. And when through questioning the challenges that I pose on others that, that have been posed on me throughout my career, I believe just strengthens the, the ability for women to lead in an authentic way, not to be afraid, mm. to be kind, to be authentic, to have feelings, to be sensitive, and yet oh, ha- sure. simultaneously have the ability to hold people to, to account, to be courageous, mm. to be determined, to, to have faith in, in their decisions, in the processes and mm-hmm. procedures that, that they deploy, because people I deal with tend to be of the similar vision to myself. So, you know, they're values-led leaders, they're ethical, yeah. you know, they have integrity, which allows them to choose courage. So um, I'm always the optimist. And I think that yeah. reaching out to others pays back tenfold and it always comes back, Kathleen, it always comes back. Yeah, I would say that I've noticed that it does It does always comes back. I mean, that's how, you know, the universe works, really. You know, you give and you receive and it always comes back to you. When you were talking about the um, challenges that you faced, I was just interested in knowing, really, what is the toughest challenge that you've experienced that has enabled personal growth for you, Christella? I think sometimes going through challenges, you don't, you're not always aware and there are there are mm. two ways out of it. Either um, you, you, you keep your head down and you get on with things and and you endure. And I suppose, like Darwin, you know, um, you find a way to survive because sometimes it's you know survival of the fittest. Mm. Through experience, I've learned that um, you have to also be very mindful of the impact that other people's behaviours, other people's actions have on you so instead of being hurt and closing my door and doing my own thing I think I've learned that you use every experience literally as that as a learning experience so you're Mm -hmm. then in control to make choices so if I look at main challenges I think it was having a paid career so late in life Um, One of the main challenges was having faith in myself and developing my own style of leadership. I think another challenge was being awarded um, quite a damaging um, judgment from Ofsted in my third week of my first headship meant that I took on board other people's ideas. When I say other people, the people moderating us as a school. Mm -hmm. And I think when I look back and see how I grew the real growth and the real ability to face challenges when I it was when I became more courageous Mm. so the biggest learning point for me is not to be afraid Mm -hmm. is to have you know your group of critical friends and and I seek personal challenge I'm self-aware you know I know what I'm good at but I also know what I need to develop yeah. You know, I'm not by far I'm not perfect. I don't know everything. I have a skill though, so I employ people that the things I don't know, they know and we complement mm-hmm. each other well. Mm. 
and I think the other thing that has been pivotal to my to my personal growth is understanding that through errors through mistakes we continue to grow and I've learned not to repeat those and I've learned to coach people to warn pre-warn people through what has happened to me perhaps to avoid them partly but more so to strategize for them Mm -hmm. so that if something did happen you know we've we have our safety net we've got our bulletproof vest we've got a load of strategies that will help us climb out of that pit so I think the challenges I faced at the time may have been challenges but I see now that they've been pivotal in my understanding of how errors or negative experiences can actually shape not only myself as a leader but can shape the impact I have on others yeah absolutely it makes you stronger and it's true it's like what you're saying about having the strategies it was almost like that toolkit to armor up yourself because the unknown is a place where you grow right absolutely. so if as as long as you have the strategies in order to be able to tackle any unknown obstacles or challenges that may come your way I think really that's where the truth growth happens and to be to be clear, quite frank, in order to grow, you have to face the challenges. And I think in terms of supporting one another, um, like you said, giving and sharing the things that you've been through, it, it pulls everyone else up the ladder, really. And I think that that's what you're about. And that's what Women Ed England is about, what Women Ed is about, totally. And I think really, as women, and um, particularly, we need to see more of that happening all of the time. There is no competition. We're all on a journey. There's no, and also another thing that I think is quite clear, and I just want to highlight that there's no finish line. There is no finish line. So we're all just moving through. And it's something that when we formed Women Ed, I mean, it was about a year ago, and then we had these, you know, huge ideas for the launch, and then lockdown happened. So, I mean, you were a part of our Mm. new voices, and I think I'm really passionate about empowering other voices. It's not about hearing the same old, same old experience voices which is great and has its place but it's also about there's there's quite a corny phrase giving a voice to the voiceless not always the voiceless but perhaps the unheard and it's it's Mm -hmm. about growing together and I think as as we formed Women Ed England we wanted to have our own thing something that we didn't do before in our regions and and it's linked to empowering people perhaps that haven't presented or spoken to audiences before. And it's also linked to safe spaces because, you know, things happen in life. And unfortunately, more things um, have come to my attention in, our, in the group of women that I work with. So additionally, it's about giving them strategies to cope with scenarios that perhaps make them unsafe. And I mean that in a physical sense and in an emotional sense. And in a professional sense, so by by having this new outlook, this is what Women uh, Ed England wants to do. I think it's given us a whole new fresh of challenge, a fresh scenario of challenges to meet. And not only that, we met yesterday, and it's about finding out what our communities want. So you know, like um, in teaching, we always say, well, the, the one size doesn't fit all, so you don't use the same scheme in in your five schools or it's according to need. So it's about relationship building. It's about listening effectively, because you don't have all the answers, because you need to know what the situations are that need support, you need to know the areas that need growth. Mm. And then it's about 
being solution focused through teamwork, through supportive groups. But I also want to say it's for women only. This, you know, creating these safe spaces and being heard. Now, it's not because we don't like men. And there are many men that, you know, are co-feminists with us. And Mm -hmm. there are, you know, lots of great people that are he for she's. But this particular journey of Women Ed England is actually, it's for women only because we are tired of not being heard. We are tired of being underestimated in our impact. And, and it saddens me that often the people that come to me for coaching are because they've experienced inequality at such a level, not just gender inequality, you know, it comes from women too. But often mm. the people I'm exposed to have come to me because they're suffering from being mistreated, being treated unfairly. So I think that's what we, you know, and and actually it's so lovely that I'm meeting you today because you were a part of that journey when we initially set up Women Ed and I'm just in in the stage of writing a blog and reviewing how you've grown over that year since that first experience and just having this show Kathleen you know there's lots to show how you've grown and you know really defined your purpose and and you've gone out there fearless and achieved Mm. great things and what I love about the way we've worked together just as friends as professional colleagues and and I mean friends and and beyond is that you're Mm. now doing that with other people you know so beaming with pride um, may sound a little cliche but that's the whole point of women ed you know we Mm. impact on a small group that small group impacts on another small group and you know before we know it we're across 34 different countries globally so yeah I I just hope that ripple effect I know, I'm not going to hope, I know it will continue, though I'm optimistic and I say hope, you know, how can it not? Exactly. Women remain loyal, how can it not? Yeah, yeah, it is. It's it's so powerful because we just all get inspiration from one another. I mean, people are doing great things. And I think one of the important things about um, Women Ed is that, like you say, so many people are doing great things, but they keep it to themselves because they think no one's going to want to listen to me. No one's going to hear or understand my viewpoint or my perspective. What For me personally, I think one of the things that Women Ed has helped me with is, yes, I was a new voice and getting my voice out there. But as soon as you speak up, you realise that other people are feeling exactly the same way as you. You know, the imposter syndrome, the, you know, the challenges that you face. Everyone, if you kind of keep yourself quite singular and not connected, you don't realise that there are other people feeling the same things or similar, not the same, but perhaps similar um, situations. So I think it's so important that we talk, we express our emotions, we express our feelings. And the key thing that you said really about it is just being authentic, being an authentic leader, because that you, you can only win by being yourself I think personally anyway women trying you know to rise up in leadership face so many challenges that like, you know they could be cultural challenges they could be symptom- uh, systematic hurdles and often that you know you, you were talking about the imposter syndrome it's it's harder you know we 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 have our own unconscious biases and I think through my experience, overcoming a lot of those hurdles was exactly what you said about forming those close connections with other women who can share experiences from other women who have been there, who've done that, who feel the same as you. Um, and that's how we ask 
And that's how we bring about our unique talents and realize that and acknowledge our self-worth and acknowledge, you know, our achievements and acknowledge our impact and start to strategize the, you know, the rest of our journey. And we review and reflect and we're not afraid to say, you know, I got it wrong. I got it wrong and Mm. I'm going to do this next time. So absolutely spot on exactly what you said. Yeah. And you know what? I was just thinking as you were just talking, like when you think about imposter syndrome, surely it's not even a syndrome, really. Imposter syndrome, surely maybe it should be reworded as, I don't know what to call it, but something that is there as a reminder that, okay, this is the point where if you push through this, you will grow. You know, it's maybe it's just a shell that we need to push through. So just a reminder, you haven't been here before. It's okay. Just keep going. But what happens many a times with the imposter syndrome is that it, depending on your mindset, it can force you back into your shell, back into yourself. And if you don't push through, then, you know, the joy and the beauty and opportunities on the other side will remain unattained. So I don't know, maybe the... But this is the beauty of connection, isn't Mm. it? This This is the beauty of talking to others, seeing things through a variety of perspectives, not being put off by negative experiences. All experiences empower us, don't they? All experiences teach us. Perhaps some of them teach us how not to behave, but still we gain experience by using them in becoming better, better leaders, better people. With the ability to see life through multiple lenses, Mm. then I agree it it isn't a syndrome. It's got a label. Everything has a label. Whether we agree with that label or not, it's the behaviours of that label that we try and eradicate together because yeah. by by doing that we you you gain confidence by doing that you gain power mm. and it's okay to say you know I'm hard working I'm you know it's it's all right to admit all those things you know I'm I'm a real woman I'm strong I'm protected by my courage I know how to cry but I know how to party and I know how to laugh <laughs> it's okay yeah to be able to do that and it doesn't mean that I shy away from challenge it doesn't mean that I shy shy away from accountability or holding people to account Mm. it just means I'm good at what I do yeah yeah you don't have to be one way one way is not the only way you know we're multifaceted so through all of this Christella because I know you are an extremely busy woman and I'm so grateful to have your time today so how do you maintain you how do you maintain you know how how do you look after yourself self-care and all of that that's an interesting question um you know I'd like to say I've got a gazillion hobbies and I like to read and as I've grown (laughs) maturer in life um, I like a bit of me time. So um, though obviously, you know, I have, I'm married with two children and two grandchildren. I relish time on my own at home or in the garden or wherever. Not that I'm a sun lover. But I think having me time and thinking space is great. And yeah, you know, I do a few things. I like to walk. I like to get out. I like, I go horse riding. I like to cook. Oh, really? But all that aside, I think for me, is the work I do with my church. Mm-hmm. It's the work I do with Women Ed. Even, you know, the Chartered College and the network of women that that have grown to be, you know, my fellow sisters. That keeps me sane. I, I, I volunteer at a, a women's refuge. That keeps me on track. I think I have a need to feel needed, mm-hmm. which may sound bizarre, 
But when I'm needed, I feel accomplished. When I support others, I feel I grow. So there's Mm. a big part of my life that is private to me. And, you know, my husband will often say, but it's Saturday. Are you going out again? Or I feel that, yeah, I want to, you know, I've got to go to the refuge today. I'm, I'm at church. I'm supporting that group. We've got another women ed event. I'm on the phone coaching, but that busy is good busy for me. Mm. And if I didn't have that good busy, I'm a better person because of that. Mm. I'm a much better person because of that. And I also think that in life, you know, you, you know, my husband's from the Middle East and we've experienced so many atrocities, mm. which includes, you know, fatalities in, in large numbers. I feel I'm grateful for, for what I, I'm truly grateful. I'm truly blessed to have the opportunity, you know, to gain a qualification to become a teacher at 36. It's phenomenal. Yeah. You know, and I try to empower the community, especially my my, my mums um, and the children I teach that, you know, people can take away family members, literally through wars. Mm-hmm. They can take away your materialistic things. They can take away, you know, your home, your money. Mm-hmm. Again, it's all linked through wars, but nobody can take away what you've got up here in your brain. Mm-hmm. So training and having qualifications of some sort whether they're you know practical qualifications technical qualifications academic qualifications their life they're they're there for life and nobody can take that away from you and that's why I'm so passionate about where I work perhaps choosing more deprived more challenging boroughs and showing that the challenges are only there if we see life through challenging glasses, lenses. Mm. Actually, it's probably the most delightful, definitely not probably, the most delightful community that I'm serving at the moment is my N17 postcode community. Mm. Tottenham has not only welcomed me in the most serene, unusual, unexpected, global pandemic time it's also um, given me a huge amount of worth and giving that back through giving the children the best we possibly can through their education Mm. and the adults I serve is is halfway to achieving kind of my life goals and like you Mm. say we constantly review and reflect and and our journey continues to take another route yeah so yeah that's how I look after myself yeah I I love that it's just <laughs> the only words I can think of to to kind of back up what you've just said is that you clearly have a strong sense of purpose and you're extremely compassionate. Like the things that you've mentioned, it's all about helping others, understanding others through their lens, through their viewpoints. And that strong sense of purpose, and only said, I, I need to be needed. I think it's that you you just want to give, you just want to give. And that's your purpose in life through, through whatever avenue you, you, you take that really. And I think, well, you know, I've been on the receiving end of that and you do, you just give, give, give support, support, support. And I, I just think it's, 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 it's just so nice. It's such a nice way to be. I've been on the receiving end of that too. Mm. And that's why, and that's that ripple effect. That's, mm. that's what I was talking about earlier. Cause when you do receive, you experience and then you give so it's all kind of you know yes okay it makes sense 
Yeah, it's like a great Good game scheme. of um, pass the parcel, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's own that fear, isn't it? Own the fear, find the cave, is it? Is it Brené that said that? So that you, yeah. you choose courage, don't you, over comfort sometimes? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, so good. And it's also what you were talking about as well. Like in, you know, I think it's Victor Frankl, his book. I think it's Man in Search of Meaning. You know, where you're you're really thinking about, despite what's going on, you've got you and how you can respond to those situations. It's just yeah. I've just ordered that on Amazon because I've met somebody through Twitter through Women Ed. I mean, you know, I'm obsessed. with Twitter for CPD, for, you know, reaching out to to more women, um, to more colleagues, to more professionals. And somebody who um, recently um, found me, found my school, is going to run some chess lessons at school, also recommended that book to Mm -hmm. me recently. So I literally last night ordered it. Um, So yeah, I I will be feeding back in another one of these sessions, my thoughts (laughs) after I've read that. Yeah. Great, and you'd be welcome back anytime, Christella. Um, talking about um, resources and things that you dip into, what's the best resource that has helped you throughout your many years? I don't know if there's one, to be honest. I think I'm, I, I like to read and I like to steal. So I think that um, by networking by opening up to you know when it, when I'm looking at school improvement I go to the EEF I look at research that's why I, I joined the Chartered College because Alison Peacock is a beautiful person so mm-hmm. knew Alison from my days back at Oakthorpe actually and when you work with like-minded people do you know every day is a good day mm-hmm. so using research to guide my practice to guide my behaviors because then I crystallify them because it doesn't always work in its entirety so I'm I'm led by others experiences that you know are backed up with evidence and then I make it fit myself or or my communities and Mm -hmm. and then I think the whole thing about networking about bringing challenge to yourself so that you can bring conflict to scenarios so that you can question procedures and processes in place and I don't just mean for school improvement I'm talking about personal growth growth of others I think really is my response to that mm, brilliant that's great 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 answer right we're coming to the end and this is where we do our free deep dive statements oh, gosh. and then I just throw in a random question <laughs> oh, here we go <laughs> so you just answer honestly the first thing that pops into your mind so okay I'll try <laughs> what I love about my role is oh gosh building relationships building relationships and making a difference if I could change one thing in education it would be the ability for everyone to listen to each other effectively to hear it from frontliners and to know that leaders know the best solution to any challenges their schools their communities face Mm. yeah because they live in it right gosh yeah yeah and it's not the same solution for every setting yeah you got to be in it to understand it and my voice is important because because it's my voice because I'm patient I'm empathetic I know how to love I'm resilient and I'm optimistic Mm. Agreed. 
And then the question, your random question is, you have the ability to alter opinions in society. Who do you tackle first, the pupils or the parent? That's an interesting one. I'm going with pupils because through the pupils, the parents come on board. And then again, I'd say kind of do it simultaneously because you've got to be a clear communicator. So I would say if I had to pick one, I'm going with pupils. But I think through osmosis, it's actually both that are impacted anyway Mm. by going through the pupils. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, so true, actually. It's all about perspective, isn't it? But we often say, I was just going to say, we often say that, that, you know, parents are hard to engage. And then that's where our our powers lie with um, changing that narrative through the children. Because every parent loves their child and every parent doesn't mm. listen to their child. Hence my response. Brilliant. Very, very reflective and deep there, actually. That's a great response. And so as we come to the end, and you, you did mention Twitter, how can people connect with you online? Oh, I'm easy to find. Uh, my handle is at Cristella J. So, you know, I'm on Twitter. I don't do Facebook or Instagram. I that's the only form of social media I do professionally, I do take part in. So follow me, send me a message, and it'll be great to connect to grow Women Ed even further. Um, And let's work together. This family that we belong to is a great family. Fantastic. And I'll also drop the handle for Women Ed in the show notes as well. Christella, this has been fantastic. Thank you for again for your time, because like I say, you do so much. And time is precious. Time is invaluable. So thank you. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Pleasure. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you were inspired and gained some insights which can help you as you progress on your journey. Do share your key takeaways on social media and let people know what resonated with you. Remember to tag me. I'd love to see your thoughts and subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Thank you for being here. Until our next episode, be safe, be well, but most importantly, keep growing. Remember, there is power in your voice and it all starts with a conversation.